at the fan. It is overtime with Jonathan Pidon. Let's go out to our Browns insider. His name is Daryl Ryder. Brought to you by Scheibin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Hello, Daryl. How are you tonight? Good. What's going on? I saw you getting a – you said you got a haircut, and I want to admit something to you if you're comfortable with that. Are you comfortable with that? I always appreciate it when you're willing to share. Hey, thank you for that. Uh, I <laughs> – <laughs> I I can't consistently get a good hair, uh, not a good haircut. It's not that. It's I can't even if I get a good haircut. I can never find a person that I want to stay with and getting yeah. a haircut with. I hop yeah, around. it's it, it's hard finding a good one. Uh, the young lady that did my hair tonight did a fantastic job. She was great, um, but um, <clears throat> I keep my hair short because. Once it gets to a point where I actually have to put effort into it and comb it, yeah. that it, it it needs to go. So um, that's I'm all about the low maintenance in my life, um, and so I, I put very little effort into my hair. It's hopeless anyway, even though I've got a good head of hair, <laughs> but it it is kind of hopeless. Um, and when it gets to a certain length, it just starts going in every direction, wherever. So it's just easier to keep it nice and short and tight. So. Yeah, went and uh, went to get the dome tightened up, and then uh, hopped out of the the barber's chair. And uh, what do you know? The Browns have themselves a, a new defensive tackle in Shelby Harris. So let me ask you about that before we get to Shelby Harris. When you're when you're at the barber chair and you're getting the haircut, are you just, you're not checking anything? You're you're locked into the haircut experience. Is that how that works? Yeah. Well, I I had the phone. I didn't. Phone was in the pocket. So, <laughs> really, because I I've, I've told this story in there before. I've gone to and, and people think this is a little odd, but I've gone to barber shops before, and I've on important days I've been like, listen, I'm sorry. Like I know I know you know barbers like to treat it like bartenders, where they they like to have conversations and go back and yeah. forth. But if I got work, I got to do. I'll put the headphones in and not even worry about it and be like, I'm yeah, sorry. No. I gotta, Got to do the no, gig. I, I try to be social with my barbers. Okay, that's good. I, I've gotten better at that. I have gotten yeah. better at that. But, you know, sometimes if you got to do it, it's a lot easier bail. to be social with a barber than a dentist, you know, when they get all that junk yeah. in your mouth. Or, so, hi, you You know, they ask those questions on purpose. <laughs> I know. They, they pick the exact right moment when they know you can't speak. They'd be like, so, what are your thoughts on politics? Like a, a real loaded question. <laughs> So you know what my favorite thing is, is when they're all done, right? I go, did you get all that? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you had Shelby Harris today. Uh, were you surprised then when you checked your phone or were you thinking to yourself? Nah, I, I figured right that they were, I figured they're going to yeah, do something. At the I got to stop tackle, asking so. you if you're surprised in questions. I ask you all the time if you're, you're never surprised. You are the least surprised human ever. I know. I cover the Browns. Nothing they really do surprises me. <laughs> I, I gathered that. I gathered that. I'm like, I, there's not a single thing on earth that could happen around this team. Where you'd be like, yeah, if they win the I Super Bowl, then I'll be surprised. How's All right. that? <laughs> All right. They win the Super Bowl. That's the deal. They win the Super I'll Bowl. I'll be shocked. You come on the radio station, and then I get to ask you, were you surprised they won? And then and I'm going to say, yes. hell yeah, I was surprised. All right, great. <laughs> I, I think about it often. I think about us being on Radio Row. I think about like the whole entire station being down in whatever city it's at, all the uh, shenanigans we would get into, all the people mad that we didn't actually stay for the Super Bowl, all those type of things. Okay. Because, you know, we wouldn't actually stay for the – you would stay for the Super Bowl. Everyone I mean, else wouldn't stay for the Super Bowl. I, I guess we can dream that that's how things would play out. I think about it way too often, Daryl. I think about it way too often. Uh, is Shelby Harris, is he getting us one step there? Um, uh, look, I mean, it's, it's, it's a quality signing, uh, especially for this time of year, uh, started 15 games last year, was fairly productive uh, with Seattle. I, 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 I certainly feel like it's an upgrade, uh, in depth at the positions. I don't know if it gets you a step closer, but 
adds another component to that uh, defensive line that, uh, at least on paper, looks pretty pretty good. There, I kicked around in the first hour uh, the idea that so you know watching the Johnny documentary, listening to some of the people that are talking about it nationally today. And nationally, the, the you know Ray Farmer took a couple strays, and I thought to myself, that's not fair. That was Jimmy Haslam's decision. The same way yeah. that I think it was Jimmy Haslam's, at least he had a say in the room when it came to Baker Mayfield. And I'm right. just I'm going down the line, and I'm connecting some of the dots here, and I'm almost wondering if Jimmy Haslam's just attracted to chaos because between Johnny, between Baker, and now Deshaun, none of them came with like a fresh, clean slate. And I, I just want your opinion. Do you think a quarterback needs to be? an adult in order to succeed in the NFL? Or do you feel like they can have so much talent that it could overtake if they have some of those other things that maybe doesn't make them the world's greatest leader? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, Deshaun certainly has better talent than than Johnny and, and Baker, so I don't know necessarily that that's a, an equal comparison. But, um, you know, the, the, the pressure's on. There's no question about it. Um, he's, he's got to come through now. He's got to start earning that 46 million per year that he is getting. Um, I, I kind of feel like this is a, a make or break type of a season in, in many regards for this organization, considering where they're, they're at. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if it's a, a chaos thing or what, look, you know what it is? It's desperation. Okay. When you're desperate and you can't find, you can't find that franchise quarterback and you've been looking and looking and looking, right? for years and years and years, well, then it, it, at some point, um, you, you, you know, yeah, desperation kicks in, and, and so you go out of your comfort zone a little bit. And I, I kind of feel like Johnny was a desperation move. Uh, I won't say Baker was a desperation move because that was driven more so by John Dorsey. I think John Dorsey took the GM job uh, with the, the knowledge that he was going to draft Baker Mayfield with the first overall pick. Um, and, and then, you know, Deshaun, it, uh, combination desperation moves slash opportunity presenting itself. So, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, this is, you know, this is the spot that the Browns have been in because they've been so ineffectual in drafting a franchise quarterback. So they had to make a move like this and you, you, you don't get, uh, a perfect, uh, you know, person or player here. He, he came with a tremendous amount of baggage. And like I said, you know, considering uh, the support he's received from the Browns, considering the money they gave him, considering the, the draft capital they gave up to get him, well, uh, th- there needs to be a return on that investment starting this year. Are the Browns handling preseason game number two in regards to Deshaun Watson the right way in your mind, or would you do it differently? Yeah, no, he's got to play. You, you got to get him on the field. Um so yeah, uh, it all the length. Uh, I'm get. I'm gonna guess it's 15, 12 to fifteen plays. That's what I'm guessing, uh, which is basically the equivalent of two decent drives or one long scoring drive. So uh, I, I think that that's what Kevin Stefanski's thinking, even though he wouldn't get specific today. That's a lot. Okay, if he does well, do you think actually he's- it's not. In my, in my mind, can, can, out of seventy, you know, out of uh, between sixty and seventy snaps. No, uh, that's really not a that's really not a lot. Right, well, like so, Patrick Mahomes averaged twenty six snaps a postseason, and everyone goes bananas at how much they play him, how much the Chiefs play him. So, like, I'm just ba- I'm basing it off that basically the idea that everyone goes bonkers over Patrick Mahomes getting twenty six snaps a, a preseason. It's like it's not, yeah, 
If, if, if Deshaun knocks out 15 there, let's say he does another 15 in the Chiefs game, yeah. and he's, he's putting good. up a good number. Yeah, yeah you're good. Right, exactly. And, and it's not going to – like I said, it could be 12. So guess what? If he plays 12 snaps in two preseason games, that's 24, right? That's yeah. what – Right there. Just make, sure, just make sure my math is there. It That's is all. right. You got okay. it right this time. Okay. I, I don't know if you ever thought about math. I did math it without or, a calculator. I'm fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if 12 plus 12 ever put you in at any advanced algebra classes <laughs> or not, but uh, I like that you had it. Uh, Cade York looked pretty yeah. good today, Daryl. <laughs> looked pretty good. He made two kicks. I know, I know. It's so funny to me. I don't know why I find it so funny. Uh, Dustin's reaction was the best. It was like, uh, okay, I'm not worried about him making kicks in practice. Yeah, nobody is. Nobody well, is. I mean, look, they, uh, they can only do what is. they can do in practice, and that is put him in the pressure situations, and he's been successful. Uh, so I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you know, I tell you, I can only report the results, and he made a 45, uh, 44 and a 47-yarder. So um, I, what would they? Would people rather he just went ahead and missed them? I don't know what people wanted. I It's weird. I The like, fan base is so divided I mean, with is that, what they is want. Is that where we're York. at right now? Just, ah, he made it. Wait, he made two – What's he doing making practice kicks? I know, I know. It's like, what do you what do you expect from him? Like he's yes, he went up there, he did his job, he got the sticker for the job today, and that's all you need. Yeah, he got his gold star, and uh, we move on with life. Elijah Moore, how did he look today? Well, he looks good every day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I think he's in for a breakout season. I, I really do. I, I think that he is going to be the engine that makes this offense go. I, I really do. Um, his his versatility, his playmaking ability, uh, the the way they're using him, yeah, I think that kid is in for a really really big year, which then sets him up for a pretty sizable payday. Uh, Aaron Rodgers on Hard Knocks last night. Did you end up getting to it or no? Uh, I did. I, I I watched it last night. Uh, I rewatched it this morning, and uh, yeah, so I, I got it. Yeah. You watched it twice over, so you liked it. Yeah, you well, no, no, I doesn't mean just because I watched it twice don't mean I like it. I watched it <laughs> twice to make sure I didn't miss anything. Okay, I, okay, all right. So, nah, you yeah, because it's reviews right now. Are not I'm, great. I'm kind of over the Aaron Rodgers is God thing. Okay, that storyline. Uh, I think Robert Sala went ahead and was was pumping the weights every time before every time he went on camera. So he, you know, oh, he's definitely doing the push-ups to make sure everything looks right. Yeah, the, the biceps are, are flexed you know, out. I would say the best part of the episode one was Leif Schreiber uh, flying in and on, on on a helicopter. Yeah, the, that, the voice that, of hard knocks. That was the, the the you know the voice of God. Um, I and I'm a big Leif Schreiber fan. Uh, I wish I had his voice. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, that was really the best part of the episode. Yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of over it. I'm kind of over Hard Knocks. I, I've been over it for a while. I don't know how they make it better. I don't know what they do to make it better, but the quarterback series kind of buried Hard Knocks for me. Well, the last good Hard Knocks was, let's be honest about it, the, the 2018 season with the Browns. It, it's been downhill ever since. It, it's not been a good show. Uh, it's well-produced, okay? Um, and, and the behind-the-scenes stuff is cool, but I just don't feel like it's been as compelling since then. You know what I mean? And and if this whole thing is going to be on, you know, just what a god Aaron Rodgers is and how happy the Jets are ha- to have Aaron Rodgers, I I would just assume not watch the remainder of the season. So they got to give me something else uh, in this series to uh, to keep my attention. Uh, Clowny to the Ravens. Do you think this would be the bet that Baltimore makes, knowing how Baltimore uh, tends to look at how people left their past place and deciding whether or not they would hire him for their current place? Uh, I don't know. I mean, 
because he torched it down here, and and Baltimore's a big culture place. I, I don't know if if you were if you were Harbaugh, would you bring Clowney into your locker room? Yeah, why not? So it's a low risk, high reward move. So sure. I mean that that's what the Browns did when they brought him in, right? Um, so uh, same thing with Odell, though they gave Odell you know pretty good money, but um, I I I. I I, I think that when he wants to play, there's something left in that tank. And uh, I don't know. I just something tells me that he's going to find the motivation to be really good down there. And uh, it's going to be very bad for the Browns. <laughs> yeah, it might be. It might be. I, you know, the, the rhetoric around him is always fascinating to me because people talk about it like it was the last year was bad. And it was bad from a locker room standpoint. But on the field, you can make an argument he was the third best player defensively. Yeah. But, you know. The off the the off the field stuff matters, attitude matters, all that kind of thing, and uh, you know those are things that uh, have not fo- followed him in a very positive way uh, throughout his career. I mean, his first year here, he was great, uh, but then uh, you know the second year, uh, we got we got the Jadavian Clowney that you know we were told we were going to get. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, I mean, I I still feel like he can play, and. Uh, you know, my worst fear is that uh, he shows he can still play against the Cleveland Browns. No doubt about it. Jedrick Wills. Yep, no doubt about it. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate you. Uh, enjoy the rest of your lovely evening. Thank you, Daryl. You got it, Jonathan. Take care. All right, Daryl Ryder right there. Brought to you by Shopping Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store.